You're listening to Singleness, Sex, and Dating with Perry Noble. You can connect with Perry and read more of his thoughts on relationships at perrynoble.com. Today in the podcast, I want to talk about eight reasons why you can't get a date or get married. Um, now, that can sound a little discouraging, but I want to, I'm, I'm going to come at it from a positive angle today. So eight reasons why you can't get a date. Maybe you're single and you're like, I would just love to have a date. My gosh, the garbage gets taken out more than I do. Um, or maybe you're dating and you're like, I just want to get married and why can't I get married? Well, there are some possible answers um, and I've listed these out and there's eight of them. There, there might be more, but for time purposes, um, I, I like eight. Number one, number one, number one reason you can't get a date or get married is it's simply not time. And that's something that we've all got to pause and consider. The Bible says this in Proverbs 24, 27, put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. In other words, in other words God said there, there is a certain order in the processes, and you've got to make sure, and we'll talk more about this as we go throughout this list, but we've got to make sure our life is in order. Because, one, listen, one of the worst things that we could do or you could do as a single person is spend so much time evaluating other people and not actually evaluating yourself um, and getting other people involved in that process. So maybe the reason you can't get a date is it's not time. Because if you begin to date someone, um, it's possible. Uh, Listen, when you begin to date someone, they're going to say one of two things to, to the Lord. Thank you, Lord, or why me, Lord? And, and you want to be the thank you, Lord, person. So that's number one. Number two, number two, and this is huge, eight, on eight reasons why you can't get a date or married. You want to get married more than you want to walk with Jesus. Like you, and I, I've seen this happen so many times, that a person is in love with the idea of getting married, so much so that their walk with Jesus will actually suffer. Um, and if this is true, this is called idolatry. Um, and, and if you, if you love someone or you're in love with the idea of getting married more than you love Jesus, then if the Lord allowed you to have that person, it would, um, that all, all that that would do is set you up for disappointment. And God wants a lot of things for your life, but he doesn't want to set you up for disappointment Um, Because when you desire someone else more than you desire God, that someone else is going to let you down time after time after time. And so that's maybe one of the reasons. um, And and listen, I get this. I, I completely understand wanting to get married. Oh my gosh, I've been single for so long. But at the end of the day, I heard a friend of mine say this recently, and it made so much sense. Run hard after Jesus and look to your right and to your left. And if there, if the person that you are wanting to pursue or that is pursuing you is right beside you in that run, then they're probably the one. That just rhymed. I love the way. I got the spirit of Snoop Dogg coming on me right now. All right. Number three. Number three. Eight reasons why you can't get a date or get married. Number three, you are bitter. 
you're bitter. Maybe you're a bitter person and you're bitter at your mother or you're bitter at your father or you're bitter, you've been divorced and so you're, you're bitter at an ex-spouse. And one of the worst things that a person can do is carry bitterness from a past relationship into a current relationship. Because let me promise you something. Let me promise you something if you're single. If you're bitter with one of your parents, or maybe both your parents, or maybe your grandparents and your whole, maybe you're just bitter at your whole family lineage, um, which is a possibility. But if you're bitter, you will carry that bitterness into your marriage. That's why you've got to deal with it. Um, you've got to ask God for brokenness rather than bitterness so that the, so the bitterness in your life can be healed. And so that's, that's what I would, I would say number three is if you're bitter, um, if you're bitter, one of the worst things would be to, to get married because getting married, we're supposed to be better together, not bitter together. And so, hey, then maybe that'll be the follow-up book, Bitter Together, Why Relationships Don't Work. Number four, number four, on eight reasons, you struggle with impurity. First Thessalonians 4.3 says it's God's will to avoid sexual immorality. So let me just kind of address a couple issues. If you're a dude and you've got a porn addiction, marriage is not going to solve your porn addiction. Number one, and, and the reason why is because um, porn is not reality, dude. That just doesn't happen. Like, you and your wife are not going to go to Walmart and have sex before you go home. I mean, that's just not going to happen like it happens in the porn movies. And pornography teaches you to devalue and degrade women. And whether you think you will or not, when you um, get married... If you, if you struggle with porn, you will want your wife to do what the women do in, in the porn movies, and that will devalue and degrade her. And so at the end of the day, you've got to, if you've got a porn addiction, you've got to be strong and say, you know what, I'm dealing with this. Um, it's, I'm, I'm broken because of it. I want to get this out of my life. Because if you don't, you're setting your future marriage up for failure. If you're a woman and you're dealing with porn, it's the same thing. Um, and porn is uh, increasing uh, it statistically among women, um, and it's just not reality. It's just not going to happen that way. Um, maybe you're in a relationship that's moving too quickly, and you're going too far. Um, and like every time you get together, it's like, okay, we're not going to go too far. And then um, like the the pants are on the lampshade and and the bras on the ceiling and all that other stuff and it's like oh god I didn't mean to do that we're never going to do that again that's an issue self control is an is a gift given to us by the holy spirit and when we can't practice self control that's something we need to seriously pay attention to because listen you can be sexually involved with someone and not be intimate with them and the real thing that married couples are seeking is intimacy and sex without intimacy leads to destruction every single time. It will destroy a part of your heart. It will destroy a part of your soul. So I'm just, I'm just saying as, as a pastor and as a friend right now, you've got to be able to walk into that relationship um, with purity. So number four, you struggle with impurity. And if that's a situation that you're dealing with, you need to find a friend, a pastor, confess, ask for help. Um, because when we allow 
um, other people into our lives, into our struggle, it really does break the power of that sin. Um, number five, on eight reasons why you can't get a date or you can't get married. You're trying too hard. Now, this is basically, well, no, this is for the guys and girls because sometimes a girl will um, will try too hard. I, I, don't, I don't think it's wrong for a girl to drop a hint. I think uh, it, the guy should definitely pursue. But let me, let me bring it back over to the guys for a second and just tell the guys um, there's a difference between pursuing and stalking. Okay, pursuing a girl is being nice. It's not being weird. Um, and so that if you're, if you're stalking her, you need to knock it off. Um, by the way, if you're a dude and you ask a lot of girls out, like at the office or at church or wherever, you have a reputation among them. They talk about you. You're the guy that asks all the girls out. And eventually when girls see you coming, they're going to run. All right. Um, girls. You, you, if you have to consistently throw yourself at a man, that's not the man you need to be with. He needs to see the value in you. Proverbs 18.22 says, He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. So you're trying too hard. Number six, you're finding your identity in who you date more than you are in a relationship with Jesus. Now, this was mine. For, for years and years and years when I was single— eons ago, um, that I found my identity in whether or not I was dating someone. So if I was dating someone or if I had a date, I felt good about myself. If I did not have a date or I did not have a girl that was interested in me, I felt bad about myself. And so I was a roller coaster emotionally because I was finding my identity, not in my relationship with Jesus, but in my ability to get a date. And that's that's a reason that you're not ready because I, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you that the person that you find your identity in, anyone other than Jesus, they're ultimately going to let you down. Not because they're mean, it's just because they're human. Which leads to number seven. You're willing to compromise in order to go out with someone. Um, if you're a follower of Christ, then compromise can never be a consideration. And when I say compromise, it's this. If you see a guy that's not in love with Jesus, if you see a girl that's not in love with Jesus, um, the, there's no such thing as missionary dating. Like, you don't, you don't become a missionary and date that person to try to lead them into the kingdom. Um, I've seen way, way, way too many, um, and, and I'll be honest with you, it's mostly girls that'll compromise quicker than guys. I, every year, um, I'll talk to girls at our student camp and she'll be like, well, I'm so excited, da-da-da-da-da, my boyfriend isn't here. Your boyfriend isn't here, why didn't he come here? Well, he don't really go to church, he's not even a Christian. And it's really, really great, pretty girls who really do love Jesus, but they keep compromising because they feel like they have to. If you feel like you have to compromise before the relationship, after the relationship begins, there will be nothing but compromise after compromise after compromise. And number seven... I'm sorry, number eight, just kidding, um, reason that you, you can't get a date or married. And this is especially true if you're a dude. Here it is. You're not responsible financially. Um, if you want to find a wife, one of the best things you can do today is um, not go to eHarmony.com, but, but rather do whatever it takes to get out of debt. I'm telling you, money problems and marriage problems hold hands. They're like first cousins. 
And so if you really want to set yourself up for success, do whatever it takes. And by the way, if you're single, you can get a second job. It's not like you're going to work yourself to death. Um, get a second job. Do whatever it takes. Sell some stuff on eBay. But get out of debt because I promise you it will set you up for success. Uh, those are eight reasons why maybe you can't get a date or married. Um, we're going to be doing some more Q&A pretty soon. So perrynoble.com slash ask. That's A-S-K. Um, I have to emphasize because people ask about that. Um, so perrynoble.com slash ask. Send us your questions on sex, love, and dating. And as the book gets closer and closer to release dates, pay attention because we'll be doing some special giveaways on this podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing month. God bless. Thanks for listening to Singleness, Sex, and Dating with Perry Noble. For the chance to get your question answered on this podcast, visit perrynoble.com slash ask.